1: Good morning, everybody. Welcome to this Friday edition of Benzinga's Pre-Market Prep. Spencer Israel, Joel Elkan, and Dennis Dick with you this morning. Uh, Just a couple of things on my radar for the day. Uh, We're going to get 13 Fs after probably after the close, but maybe a little bit this morning, maybe throughout the day, but definitely more after the close. So keep that on your radar. Uh, We'll have retail sales also at 8.30. Uh, So let's get, we'll get to our top stories here. Uh, And then we will do ticker time at like 8.30 before our guest, because then at 8.40, we're going to be joined by Jason Raznick. So that's how the show is going to go. We'll do our, what's on our radar, ticker time at 8.30, Jason at 8.40 until uh, the end of the show there. We got IQ this morning, we got earnings, we got DraftKings, Rocket, I uh, mentioned retail sales, Tesla got a couple big upgrades, so a lot to get to. I'll throw it to Joel. Joel, update us on what happened here overnight.
2: Uh, good morning, Spencer, traders and investors. Uh, we have a potential quad top here in the S&Ps. Uh, your highs over the last three sessions, 79, 82, 82 and a half. We got up to 80.50 last night and then the old rug pull uh, went down to thirty three fifty. Caught a bid there, and now we're just hanging out at mid range. Uh, your close, your high close with the rebound was seventy. Your close yesterday, sixty seven seventy five. So thirty three seventy. We get over clear that early, and I'm looking for us to make make quick work of that quad top. Uh, Crude, that's down 3 cents, just hanging out here in the 42 handle. Uh, gold is trying to muster a rally, but it's down 12.30 at 1958.10. Uh, silver leading the charge on the downside. That's down 3% here, 87 cents at 26.86. And Bitcoin still hanging out in the $11,000 handle, but it's up $255 today at 11845 uh, good morning, uh, Triple D. Uh, looking dandy this morning as usual.
3: Yeah, you like my hair today? You gonna pick <laughs> on me again? Picking no, on my appearance. It,
1: I'm okay. I, said got good. Thick
3: skin. I can take these comments out. I need a haircut. I even shaved for you today, because it's like I better shave because Joel's gonna start attacking me. The hair the hair is a little bit out of hand. I'm gonna give you that. It's a little bit out of hand today. But, um, but maybe shame. if
2: the if the chat puts in some money today and donates, maybe we'll buy you a comb or a brush, and we'll send it to That's you. That's exactly. I just it.
1: need a barber. The,
3: I need a barber. Use
1: revenue. Let's use mobile the mobile barber. Let's use the revenue from the chat, and we'll buy Dennis. And we'll invest in in in, in, a, in a blow dryer and maybe some hair. Mobile barber. That's okay. what I need. Somebody okay, there. We go. Out
3: My hair. Actually, I'm gonna send. I'm gonna. Try, let my wife do it again. She's done it twice already, so she can do it. Maybe this weekend, just for you guys. I'll, I'll get it all trimmed.
2: I back. like that mullet, though. I mean, <laughs> it's a mullet. No, it's a mohawk. Mohawk. Mohawk.
3: It's just long hair everywhere. It's just everywhere. <laughs> Look at this. All
2: right. <laughs> All right. Enough. Enough. It's put everywhere. It, put, I got my daddy
3: bagu- shark shirt on.
2: Oh yeah, you. Another uh, wardrobe upgrade for you. Oh,
3: I know. I am dressed to impress. Suits. Suits. Look. We're the suits. <laughs> We're the suits. We're good to go. I always wear
2: a college shirt. Does that make me a suit? I always, and I got the, the D for Detroit here. So, but let's talk Tesla.
1: Yeah, we should probably. Look. All the bears thrown yeah. in the towel. Yeah, we can start there. A couple of big upgrades this morning from, from Tesla. Uh, Bank America and Morgan Stanley upgrading their ratings. I'll get them up here on the pro and read them to you exactly uh, as they are. So, BVA uh, B upgrading them to neutral. Morgan Stanley also uh, upgrading them to neutral. The Morgan's analyst Adam Jonas, he has he has a couple of different scenarios there. Uh, the main price target I think you should go off of is is his like his his, his, his I guess his his base, which is the 13, uh, 1360 price target. He's also got a bull case and a bear case, but I'd go with the middle of those three. So we got two bears, Adam Jonas from Morgan and John Murphy from B of A, both upgrading Tesla to neutral here this morning, uh, and. Throwing in the towel, I guess for now, on the bear train.
3: It's tough. We're going to get Jason Razdick on. We're going to get
1: his thoughts as well. I was talking
3: with Jason yesterday just um, about his Tesla position. Um, He's got got a call still on it. He's got, obviously, he's got his stock as well. So, I mean, it's been a hell of a run. So, we'll have this discussion on the show here today on, you know, what Jason's going to be doing with his Tesla. I, I was talking with him, and I was like, I think it's eventually going to test that high. That's 1794. I mean, we've come this far. This The technicals look pretty good because you got a nice double bottom in place, 1366, 1365. Pretty much a perfect double bottom, Mr. Alconin. And then you get, obviously, the split spill news. And like I said, in the back pocket, you know, the, the ace in the hole is sitting there with the potential to go into the S&P. So until all that good news is out, I don't know. I mean, I, it's hard to get bearish Tesla here. And obviously, we got two analysts that have been bears for a little while. I mean, Jonas, you don't know what he is because he's got a bull case. He's got a bear <laughs> case. I mean, he hedges himself so well. But uh, I think eventually it's testing at seventeen ninety four. So I think there's more meat on the bone here. It's up 50 bucks here overnight. It's a huge move. I'm not chasing it. I'm not long it. But I will say if I was long it, I'd, I'd probably just bring up my
1: stops.
2: Yeah, that's always a good thing to do. Uh what what was the bull case and the uh the bear case from Jonas? Did you oh, say that?
1: I, I don't think I said those numbers. I didn't I didn't I didn't look that closely beyond I think
2: you said fifty or five hundred. He's or
1: 250. been he's been like five two fifty or
3: five hundred on the bear case and like twenty five hundred on the bull case. I mean, you know, Should Spinner we- is saying you could drive a Nikola truck through that <laughs> edge there. I mean it's it's true. Yeah, it, it it's like you're gonna be right when you call it this way and you call it that way and you're that wide. Eventually, you're probably gonna be right. So I don't understand how you can have a bull case and a bear case and you know and still you know call it. But anyways, that's what Jonas. So he he's over at Morgan Stanley. He's upgrading though, and he's raised his bull case and his bear case here this morning. He was at underweight. He's went to neutral. Bank of America analyst also upgrading the stock to neutral. So we have two bears that are throwing in the towel on the bear case.
2: Um, do you want to price out that strangle right now? The 500, 2500 strangle? You know, the put, <laughs> the 500 put in the 25. Do you think it's, I should? It'll have
3: some value, Joel it'll have some value there's no doubt i know my our buddy jeremy newsom has been writing puts like crazy on tesla down in the 200 the 400 remember he came on our show and said he wrote like the 300 put for like six bucks yeah six seven bucks i mean uh, it's probably free yeah. money so but nothing's well, ever free and ever know i mean he's writing insurance and to the long long-term holder that thinks you know, obviously tesla's still a zero but i think most of those people you know, we were saying Tesla Q. Remember, we used to see Tesla yeah. Q go by I don't see that your anymore. Feed? I don't You don't see that, that anymore. I don't see that anymore. No. No, I don't see that anymore.
2: Uh, I like a, I like the uh, the pre market high sixteen eighty four, and then and also your daily high uh, back here. You had a sixteen eighty nine. So that's it. That's the only thing stopping this thing going up to that all time high and pre market high coinciding with the daily high. It's a nice zone there. So. Keep an eye on that. Uh, if it like does that, it pops over seventeen hundred, comes back down through it. Might be a little tricky, but uh, great move this week. Keeping an eye on that pre-market eye.
3: So we got Tesla. Yeah. I mean, we've got a few stocks last night. Let's go to last night's reports here. B I D U. Uh, the stock lifted on the initial report. It was a beat. Uh, give us the number of Spencer, but then I, maybe it was a little bit of IQ information too, but they pulled the rug out from under the stock tank. Yeah,
1: we, we should do Baidu and IQ together. Do Be- them together. Baidu- what do you say? Baidu owns a big chunk of IQ. Yeah. Baidu owns about 50% of IQ. Of IQ. That's the other thing with all these Chinese companies is they're it's it's so incestuous. They all own each other, right? They all have stakes, and there's multiple public companies for every. It's it's very confusing, um, but yeah, Baidu does own about half of IQ. So Baidu's numbers from last night uh, were okay. They beat on the uh, bottom line, uh, missed on the top line. EPS a buck forty six uh, six versus a buck thirty seven, so it's a beat sales. billion, which was in line actually with the estimate there. Um, And that was Baidu's numbers. They gave some QE3 sales guidance that was in line with estimates. Uh, IQ came out. uh, Same story with them. uh, Beat on their EPS, missed on their sales, but then they disclosed an investigation from the SEC, and that is weighing on both stocks here this morning. So you had the big pop in baidu
3: and then the subsequent drop and we can blame i don't know who you, if you want to blame iq for it maybe it kind of did fall when iq started falling so maybe that is to blame sec investigations they never loved those iq has come off the lows as well but let's just start with baidu and i mean you, like we talked yesterday on the show and i said why would i want to own baidu i might as well own alibaba if I know I am, because baidu has been a dog we talked about the overall trend And we talked about selling rallies in stocks and downtrends. Well, I had a small rally last night on the earnings report that were okay, and look what happens. They just say, no, don't like it, and they sell it off again. Blame IQ, blame whatever you want, but Baidu has been a dog for a long time. They called it the Google of China at one time. I am today calling Baidu the Cisco of China. Because oh, nice. this stock I thought you were gonna this, say nice. this stock is just underperforming, you know, all other China tech stocks for a long time now, just like Cisco underperforms all the US tech stocks. So I don't want to own Baidu. I own Cisco still. I should have sold it yesterday. I was thinking about selling it at the open, just eating my loss and moving out. I'm in from like fifty bucks and the thing has been such a dog. I don't see a bounce. People are asking you buying Cisco? I'm like, I own it. You're getting down towards a 40 41 support. It's probably going to test there, but this has just been a dog. I think rallies to be sold in Baidu and Cisco. Don't like either of them.
2: Remember that uh, that old song Cisco Kid was a friend of mine?
3: <laughs> what? Remember that? Do you remember that song? Spencer Spencer knows a lot of songs. Do you remember that one? And I've I, heard of the Cisco Kid. Right. That was but that I didn't was a know heard of the song that he was a friend of mine
2: uh It was it was by War, I think. Did the original one? This is 1927.
3: Oh, wow. Wow. Uh, Joel's on today, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it
2: was just a good song. It's a, it's a good beat. You should listen to it. Easy it's Mike's
3: with you. Jason's with you. You got a few people with you, Joel.
2: Yeah, a few of, uh, a few. of
3: the few. I, I, yeah. I don't know that one.
2: That was a bad ten.
3: Gary's That's on you. Easy Mike's on you. JJ's on you. You got backing in the chat, man. Yeah, yeah was, you're good. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Popcorn.
2: They, I Neil? think they did. Thank you. Thank you. Neil uh, says
3: it's a Jamaican beat. I'm not sure about that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Is it? That's
2: a, we can't pull it up. It's or like we'll Bob Marley trouble.
3: stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways. Cisco, uh, kid. I don't sing. Sing. Um, sing it. I'm just trying to make it up. I've never even heard it before. Back to the charts. Yo, Cisco, don't cry. Okay. No. Uh
2: we talked about this one in the afternoon show, and I talked about a potential gap fill at 130, and it did that. got over 130. The gap was below that. I' was just going to say 115 on this one. Uh, you got the 1481 in pre-market trading, two lows at 115. You're three and a half bucks up off that, so major support that needs to hold. Um, IQ, I know it got hit, that rebounded. I don't know. This, this is kind of a messy chart. Uh, SEC
3: investigations, I never liked those. Yeah. But what I will say is IQ is at least, you know, held up fairly well. It's not in a complete downtrend. And if you go over the monthlies, it's actually just held this 15 support basically since the IPO. So, you know, we know we had the major run back in 2018 when we were all playing it on pre-market prep. We talked about this stock. It was one, I think it was IQ that I had. I bought that thing around like 17 or 18. I ended up selling over 40. And that was all from the chat. And, you know, it came back down and it's been a good buy. Every time it pulls back to 1516, it's been a buying opportunity. So I don't know if you get all the way back down to 1516, you got to 1750 overnight. If you get back down to the 1516 area, it probably bounces again. Am I buying in at 19? It kind of in the middle yeah, of nowhere.
2: It's nowhere's land. Nowhere's, nowhere's now. land. Yeah. We don't trade
3: in nowhere's land. We trade in some land, not nowhere's land
2: uh gap fill for you were waiting for that that got filled at 1947 so i don't know let's see what the market wants to do it it either wants to hold this area here which it doesn't look like it's doing or test the low here at uh, 1734 so if it doesn't pop off the open then i look uh it will work its way into this bar and uh someone just asked about cisco real quickly uh it needs to stop going down. We'll see I, if that I must happens have
3: had them. a dozen people asking me about Cisco yesterday. And I'm going to say, this is Intel part two. So on the first day of Intel's fall, it was not the bottom. It took five, six days. And we still don't know if Intel's at the bottom. I'm trying it here. I tried a piece of the action. I kind of already don't like it because tech, you know, taking off again yesterday and Intel not participating. So I don't like the relative strength in Intel. Cisco, let's wait a few days until stops going down. Like I said, I'm in it. I've been in it for a while. It's been a dog. I should probably just cut my losses and move on, to be honest. But uh, at the 41, can you bounce there the first time? Probably. Probably 40 to 41, you bounce the first time. You've come this far. Why not test it, right?
2: Yeah, I mean, there's a couple things here. First, for it, first things first, you want to hold the low for yesterday. Let's see how the street reacts. You are, you are up in the pre market, and even with the market a little bit red. So first and foremost, that 42. Well, the Nasdaq,
3: low. though, you got to look, Joel, and it's underperforming yeah, there true. again. Wow, well, it does. Right. Forty.
2: You got the close at 42.72. Um. Hmm. Why is this saying? Oh, it's up seven cents. First thing you need to do is hold the close, then the low from yesterday. I did see a, a one low like in the higher forty-one handle, uh, but my real focus, Dennis, was that forty-one dollar area, and that's when you had yeah. three lows in that area. So you know, if you I'll think say the score, same
3: thing, forty-one yeah, bucks, yeah. 40, 41 yep. major support. I agree. I agree. So, and then also last night, we're just going to do the, and then we'll move to this one And we know Rocket, it's it's coming up here too. Applied Materials. Actually, it was Dillard's too. We should talk them too. But Applied Materials getting a lift here. So, AMAT, decent quarter. Was the bar set lower by some of these other? I, I, I don't, I don't know. But Applied Materials, obviously performing pretty well here. It's actually going to break out and make new highs on the move, which is impressive. I mean, you're not. Are we back to where we were? in the tech bubble because applied materials was down for 20 years. Did we ever get, what's the all time high go back to like the year 2000, Joel, we'll take you way the hell back. Scroll her back and let's look at the year 2000 and see what the all time high on applied materials is. Did we ever get back there? See, 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 this is, this uh, is what happens yeah. when you buy multiples hundred times. And it, uh,
2: it did. This one it did. did. Okay, Yeah. 40, just under 45.
3: This okay, is, so yeah, so you held for twenty years and you're up about twenty percent. <laughs> Not a bad return. Ugh. Are you sure? Forty-five? It did, eh? That was the high. Yeah. I thought yeah, it was higher I, than that. Nope.
2: Nope. Cisco
3: never got back to the eighty-five. So that, that's the all-time Actually, high. Actually, I Cisco.
2: looked and Cisco said sixty-nine
1: when I put in the. Uh, it's.
3: I remember eighty. Mine says. I remember mine 80. Says
1: eighty. Mine says eighty-two.
3: Yeah, I remember 80 bucks on Cisco. So there you are investing in. This was, if you were, were investing in stocks in the year 2000, they had the four horsemen. Can you name them? The four horsemen from the year 2000. C- they
1: weren't Amazon. Uh, Cisco. Uh, You're
3: Googling, but. No, I'm not. I'm not.
1: I'm, go I'm not. It's fine. The four horsemen. Go chat. Google. Chat can go too. Cisco, yes. Intel, Yahoo. Uh, I, I don't know. Here's the last one. I'm trying to remember
3: them all, too, so I'm going to need to lean on it. But I know Cisco was one, Intel. I believe it was Dell. Dell. yeah, And who was the fourth? Who was the fourth? We already who said was the fourth? I don't know.
1: Yahoo. Do we no, say Yahoo? No, it I, wasn't
3: Yahoo. And it I, wasn't Qualcomm. I guess I don't AOL. I don't think it was Microsoft, either. Okay, let's Google. Everybody go Google now. <laughs> we need to know who the four horsemen were. Four horsemen. I thought I could name them off my head, and I can't. Yeah. of tech bubble. We'll just do that. Cisco, Dell,
1: Intel, Microsoft. Oh,
3: it was Microsoft. Cisco, Dell, Intel, Microsoft. So, and these were the four horsemen and these were the stocks that were going to take over the world. And these were the stocks you had to own in the year 2000. How'd that do for you? Cisco, all-time high, 82 bucks. 21 years later, when you were paying the 100 times multiple for Cisco, Uh you were down 50% on your money. 21 years later this is showing you multiples do matter in the long run dell um did dell dell was high too man dell was high i don't know if I ever got back there d-e-l-l can you go back on dell now joel you're looking at cisco still because yeah, still arguing know. the eighty. 72, eight, I, I remember an 80 on Cisco, so I don't know Yeah, why. well, Dell, though,
2: Dell is Dell. Is Dell.
3: Oh, Dell, yeah, went delisted and stuff. Yeah, we be able to see so, it. it's, yeah so it's, yeah. But Microsoft's an interesting case study, too, because Microsoft just got back three years ago to where it was. It took 17 years to get it back, and obviously Microsoft has taken off since then, but I think Microsoft's high was what, around 80 bucks, 90 bucks? Oh, back I to the year 2000.
2: Just, just. And this is such a
3: good, you know, point too. Carter worth on CNBC made this point about a, three weeks ago on, on, CNBC's fast money. And he was saying that if you look at the IWM, I believe it was, or the S and P versus the Qs over the last 20 years, you want to know something crazy stats, Spencer, if you go back to the year 2000, you look at the performance of the S and P yep. and the performance of the NASDAQ, who, who do you, who do you think's outperformed since 2000?
4: Yeah.
1: I, I would assume the NASDAQ.
3: The S&P has massively outperformed the NASDAQ since the year 2000 because the NASDAQ imploded to the tune well, of 81%. Maybe after. Okay, So if you mind. got it from about 2003, 2004, you'd have a different story because okay. that was after the tech bubble burst. Because remember, NASDAQ went from 5,000 to 1,100 yeah. when the tech bubble burst. When, so, when all of a sudden, every dot-com company that was worth a billion dollars wasn't worth anything. You know, We know Amazon emerged from that, but there was a lot of stocks that did not emerge from that. So all the lesson here is, is if you're paying 100 times revenue for a company and growth starts to slow, you have a long time to get your money back, even if those companies continue to grow. Microsoft eventually did grow into that multiple, but it took 17 years. Cisco never did. So Intel, did Intel ever get back to its highs? No. I'm not even sure Intel got back to its highs, Joel. It didn't. Did did we go back to the year 2000, bring up Intel? Did Intel get back there?
1: No.
3: I don't think so. I don't think Intel's back back to where it was either.
1: So what you're saying Dennis is we should not invest in the fang stocks. That's what you're saying.
3: I'm just saying you got to be no, not well fangs <laughs> different because Apple's 30 times. Is it f- different? I'm saying stocks like uh, and you know I I love Shopify but I'm saying you're paying 80 times revenue. I mean, these are awesome trades, these are trading vehicles at at a certain point but you know, and maybe Shopify is going to be the next Amazon and it's going to grow into it. But there's a lot of stocks trading 50, 70, 80 times, you know, and, and, and then on the revenue side of it, there's some of them are trading 30, 40, 50 times revenue. So when you're looking at that, like Zoom, and you're looking at that, you're like, are they eventually going to grow into it? Probably not. Probably not. So fun to trade. Eventually the bubble's going to burst in these things and these stocks are going to fall a long, long ways. Now there's going to be some stocks. I'm not saying the Nasdaq's going to fall all together. There's an argument that the Nasdaq's underperformed for so long that you want to own the Nasdaq. And you know, a 25, 30 times earnings, a 25 times earnings isn't crazy to pay. 30 times earnings isn't crazy to pay if you have some growth. For the simple reason is that we're in an environment where interest rates are two percent or one percent. So when you you know do and you figure that out, I mean, stocks, a stock that's you know trading at 25 times. Is better than probably putting your money in, you know, some T bill at one and a half percent.
1: So right, Dennis, no, no one is saying the Nasdaq is underperformed. You're saying since 2000, but
3: the what? year 2000. I know, I know, I know. But it was a blow, a mind-blowing stat. I'm saying Carter, it's correct. CarterWorth had the charts up there. Yeah. So if you grab it from the year 2000, the turn of the millennium. Yeah. The Nasdaq has underperformed the S and P. That's an unbelievable stat. Then think about it. Just grab it, though. Like, okay, where was the S and P in two thousand? Where was the Nasdaq? Nasdaq was five thousand. No, I'm not
1: saying it's wrong. All, I, I guess the bottom line here is with regards to the Fang stocks because because ne- Amazon's at hundred eight uh, PE.
3: And- yeah, but Amazon's only trained four or and- two or three times revenue. Netflix
1: though. is at seventy six. So it's different. Netflix and- is scary. And uh, who else? Uh, I don't know. I don't
3: All know. I'm saying is we saw and, and and I don't think Amazon's a good example. I don't think Apple's a good example. I think Zoom is a good example. I kind of think Peloton is a good example. Um, You know, there's a lot of these smaller cloud names that are just trading with ridiculous multiples where they don't seem to matter. And all I'm saying is when you come out 20 years from now, the multiples are going to matter. It's, you know, we're not going to just see, you know, unless they have the exponential growth that Amazon did because Amazon became Amazon. But Amazon, remember, started as an online bookstore. And, you know, just they just figured out Bezos was a yesterday. genius and took over retail. Yeah. So, but there was how many other, you know, online stores that, you know, 99 other ones that didn't become Amazon. So, you know, even looking at these cloud names that are trading at these ridiculous multiples, you're saying, I'm just going to buy this one, and this one. I know, you know, the growth is going to be, that's going to go up. You got to look kind of what you're paying a little bit too, because, and this is for long-term investing, not to do with trading, for the long-term investing hat on. Roy says I need to have a hat on right now. So I should have the long-term investing hat on, like our guest did the other day, investing. And um, if you're buying a crazy high multiples, eventually it usually will come back and bite you in the butt. So I know in the year 2000, we all were, they, they even rewrote the CFA course. You know, I'm obviously very involved with CFA Institute. I've actually helped write the, the, the curriculum for uh, level three. I've, I've, been, I've been a participant in some of that curriculum that's in there with some of my stuff. Um, so I'm very involved, but I was, I I did my CFA in, in 2002 and I can remember I took the course there, um, the Schweizer course, um, that, that, that they used to offer. And, um, I remember they put a new chapter in how to value stocks with zero earnings. And they had a whole chapter with like 25 pages on how to value stocks with zero earnings. Two years later, this was the year 2000, two years later, they removed that chapter. And I remember <laughs> the instructor saying, this is how you value stocks with zero earnings. And he wrote a big zero on the board. I mean, and that was like, because we went from a growth market to a value investing market. And value investing lasted for a long time. Long time, For get. years, from like 2001. After 2001, people never touched growth stocks because they got just Burn. murdered by buying stocks. Walmart trade with a P. You know, Walmart was a big growth stock and it trade with a P of like 60. But when you were buying peas at 90 and 100 after 2001, nobody touched those stocks. Then it became a value-oriented market. That's where Warren Buffett started to outperform. So I just see a lot of you know, similarities. You know, people saying, oh, yeah, Buffett's washed up now. You know, he's done. Well, that's what they said in the year 2002. And then he massively outperformed from 2001 to like 2000, till probably the financial crisis. The financial crisis changed a lot of things. But you know, there was six, seven years where value was out, under, outperforming you know, growth. So and now obviously in the last 10 years it's been a completely different story. Nasdaq has blasted off and we love growth again. But, you know, there is some similarities in certain stocks to 1999. Just got those
2: retail sales numbers and they're fail- they're not moving the market here. Uh we're still down 2 and a quarter handles at uh 33.65 and a half. So Not much movement here uh, off the retail sales number. Uh, We better get Rocket out of the way here. Uh, That is the most requested stock here. Hold on. I just
1: uh, want to clarify. Retail sales aren't out yet. It's out at 830. So I'm not sure what you're seeing. Oh, I made that up, huh? Yeah. So the number's out in three minutes. um, And
2: I don't know if it'll... That's why the market's not moving. Well, just (laughs) maybe a watch. Okay. Let's go to Rocket.
1: Yeah, well, uh, we'll do Rocket and then we'll do DraftKings. Uh, RKT, this is weird. RKT pre-reported earnings. This week. It wasn't on schedule, was it? It was not on any calendar that I saw. Uh, and they only had their IPO, what, like a week ago or two weeks ago now? So anyway, they pre-reported earnings. Uh, they see preliminary Q2 uh, adjust in net income, $2.8 billion. Q2 sales, $5 billion. Um, yeah, like pre- there are no estimates here because this was a pre-report, so... Uh, I don't know what to make of it, but
3: it's a nice pop. You do have the double bottom from 1750 to 18. It's a very important day for rocket. So obviously, you know, this was, I didn't, it wasn't on my calendar either. Maybe it was due to report. I did not see it scheduled either, but I will say it's a very important day for rocket to hold these gains. If it does not hold these gains, that's trouble. So this is, you know, obviously an IPO from six days ago that got hot for a day. And then had four straight down days. And it you know, makes you concerned somewhat that you know, there's a few people who are underwater in this thing already. So we'll get Jason Rasnick's thoughts. Um, he's going to come on here. So maybe we'll save the rest of it for him because he's obviously long in the stock. Um, I, I don't know what to say. It's, it's up 10%. It's a nice pop. It's very important that it holds the gains. If it does not hold the gains, it's trouble.
2: Yeah, got a pop over twenty-one dollars, uh, as you can see here on the pre-market chart, and uh, that pop took you to twenty-one twenty. Now that is even shy of yesterday's. Uh, no, the two-day high is uh, twenty-one nineteen. Ooh, you, there's your level right there, folks. Let's get through twenty-one nineteen. That was your high uh, two days ago. You got there in the pre-market. Um, after that, I mean, we got to get back over 2214 in this or 22, 2218. And it's just simple math. You know, it's half of this move here. Uh, for me, the stock's got to get back over 22, hold 22, and, you know, make a run at the high. But I agree with you. Very important day. Yeah. Easy levels to keep an eye on. Your pre market high matches your two day high. And we got your 50% retracement in there at 2220. So big day for Rocket.
3: Let's go, DraftKings.
1: Yeah, DKNG, as we're going to get retail sales here in just a few seconds. But DKNG out this morning, actually, <laughs> revenue increased year over year, which was surprising to me. Their Q2 EPS, they lost 55 cents per share versus a 19 cent loss estimate. So a big miss for their earnings. Sales, 70.9 versus $63.9 million. And that, that number, like I said, increased year over year, which is surprising considering there are no sports. But, uh, you know, they also gave some pro forma adjusted EBITDA numbers and DraftKings. I don't know. That's not bad. All I think it's considered, right?
3: Down 6%. Yeah. It's not responding that well to it. Again, you know, this is a storied stock that the story has cooled off to a certain extent. So people don't want to hear the valuation matters. And it hasn't mattered in this market. It hasn't mattered to a lot of stocks. At a certain point, it matters to all stocks. Yeah. 33.75, it's pulling back. It's not getting the love. I feel like the story's cooled off a bit. This starts getting back over 40. It starts to get interesting, but until it starts getting back, oh, you know, getting some momentum going again, like it had the momentum going into the earnings, which is typical, where you see the two-day run-up ahead of the report, and that's like where the easy alpha that I try to extract all the time. We talk about that, where I'll buy a stock a day or two before it reports, hold it to the report, and then obviously sell it before because I don't want to take it through the report. I mean, that was easy money here on DraftKings again. It went from 33 to 36, back down 34 yeah you got some support 32 33 again very important day for this one too do they just buy it right back or do they start to leak it it's it's a storied stock though that the story has tired p-
2: it's a tired it's tired here. it's tired and, and
3: stories carry valuation matters zero when the story's hot once the story starts to cool valuation starts to matter to a certain extent the stock's trading with crazy valuation.
2: Yeah. And I, I've been talking about this one really since it made that high over 44 bucks. It's just tired. I mean, you've had some rallies, but man, you, the most recent rally just ran into a brick wall at 38, but <coughs> excuse me, we're going to have to adjust those numbers down now. Uh, pre-market low. This thing has bounced around pretty good. 3340. Uh, what do you got there? I, I'd have to wait for 32 on this one. I don't know if you're going to get it, but uh, you got a low at 31.91. Man, this thing's kind of all over the place. I'm gonna, I'm gonna t- use the pre-market low on this one. Your next daily low is not down to 31.91. Uh, coming back on the upside, you're not too far from yesterday's low. This is kind of interesting, folks. 34.16 with yesterday's low. So even with the two buck uh, drop here. You know, you're going to get a chance at the gap fills, fill that gap, go rally. You don't hold that clo- that gap, boom, go down, test the pre-market low.
1: So this retail sales print is interesting because it was lower than expected. A uh, 1.2% month over month growth in your retail sales. This is from June to July estimate range between 1.9 and 2.3%. So if you look at the last few months, I'll just read you what the retail sales were for the, for the past few months, March down 8%, April, down fourteen uh, percent, May up eighteen percent, June up seven percent, July up one percent. So, I, I don't know. I, I guess we're, we're going to get. You know, we're getting earnings here from retailers the next couple of weeks, and I, I imagine they're going to be mostly good. We've gotten hints of good ones already. With well, well last
3: night we got Dillard's. It's a good segue into DDS. Yeah.
1: Yeah, so and we can go there now. And we got Dillard's. We, Locker was so excited that they pre-reported. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I'll give you the Dillard's numbers here. Uh, a,
3: good response to a crappy report. So they, yeah. they, they came oh, over the like, very low bar.
1: Yeah, right. So I'm not really sure what to make of that retail sales because it was lower than expected. So it's been declining uh, month over month. The growth rate has been for a few months now, but it was such a strange quarter between uh, April, May, and June. Dillard's uh, Q2 earnings per share, they lost 37 cents. Uh, per share last quarter, uh, which is actually up on a year over year basis. Sales uh, was down though, uh, 893 million versus uh, 1.4 billion a year ago in dealers. So, yeah, all these retailers have a low bar. Low. And, and I, have low. A hunch, I have a hunch they're all going to clear it. Low, 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 low bar.
3: So it clears the low bar. Good news. Up seventeen percent. It squeeze the shorts a little bit here. Dillard's is imminentlly going out of business. So I mean, and we talked about this is the reopening trade, right? Yeah. Some of these reopening stocks started to show life. They cooled off the last couple of days, but they're showing life. And I don't mind. And I'm not jumping into it. Dillard's maybe, but you know, there's definitely an argument here to say that you know the COVID is in the back burners. We're starting to get people going out again. I can't argue with you if you're buying a few reopening stocks. And yeah, Dillard's is, a, is one, yeah, but I'm not chasing tough, up 17%.
2: Yeah, this is a tough chart because you just got walloped here in June. I don't know what happened then, but they just walked this thing down. So you got a lot of people underwater. Uh, just under 33 is the pre-market high. So you got to look for follow – got to get through 33 for follow-through. Next daily high uh, was 34.58, but kind of a messy chart here. Seven thousand shares have traded, and then what did you do before Dillard's? You did um, what was the stock, Spence?
1: Um, I did retail sales. Uh, retail sorry. was it retail sales? Yeah, I don't know if I did a stock, but uh, but we, okay. can, we but you got
3: Macy's up, you got Kohl's up, you yeah. got JWN trading up. The sympathy moves aren't strong though; they're How? not like whoa. They're 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 up a little bit. Um, so obviously, we know, like you said, we are coming into retail earnings season. Very important. So where we go from you know, it's obviously very important that everyone shopping at Best do Buy get over their low bar.
2: let can we talk Best
3: Buy for a second? Yeah, do it. Look stocks at this stock's an unbelievable. Can you believe it? No, I can't believe it. This is an unbelievable stock. Me and Joel when we started the show back in like 2013, <laughs> we're like Best Buy is just the showroom for Amazon. And this stock is in big trouble. And you know where the stock was then? It was like 20 bucks. <laughs> it went to honor we couldn't have got, we, this is probably the worst right. yep. worst yep. call we've ever made a, as a team together. We both hated Best Buy. And this was back in 2013. And Best Buy figured it out. You know what? They did Amazon pricing thing immediately. People still go to those Best Buys. So we were dead, dead wrong on this one. We should have been turning around and buying it. And so, see, we admit when we're wrong. We were wrong on Best Buy. I cannot believe it was 110 it's one um, hundred ten bucks. It's unbelievable.
2: What about didn't um, the like? One of the f- uh, owners or former owners take some big stock in it or something, and uh, just walked it off? He
3: just wasn't he keep trying to keep it going private. Was that Best Buy? Um, we were getting I, it confused with another one, another dog that was. Um, I think we're getting it confused with another one. Okay. I, I do remember that though
2: what do you think you think it's back to
3: uh back to school driving best buy
2: <laughs> <laughs> i don't know what's driving it
3: I, I, well you know what the trend <laughs> is your friend it's look at that jeff Mackey purple crayon since the what what happened on july 21st i don't remember what happened on july 21st when the was stock it? gapped up six bucks was that preliminary numbers what was that, Spencer? Uh,
1: that was that wasn't uh, that was online sales. They gave online they gave sales. Again. They were killing it. They gave online gap and sales. go.
3: They gap up it up
1: again. Yeah. Gap and go, gap and go.
3: What's driving it today? What's the catalyst today? I don't even. I I'm, I didn't look. I didn't see anything in Best Buy headlines. I can go look now. I wasn't actively um, looking for it.
1: I mean, I. You want, Is there a catalyst, or we are just up a few bucks just for fun? You want to just say retail? I mean, what's the XRT doing this morning?
3: Well, I, well, it's up because uh, XRT is trading higher because we've got Dillard's way up, but Best oh. Buy is obviously a significant I move, mean, two and a half percent. That almost looks like analyst action. Piper, Piper, oh, that was yesterday though. I don't see a news headline. This thing's just hot. I don't just know. Yeah, hot. it's hot. Right. Uh, somebody I, says I, upgraded. Maybe it was upgraded. It looks uh, like an upgrade. It's trading like an upgrade.
2: It? Uh, today uh, pre-market high 111.23 that's all I can give you on this one folks it's just been on a steady march here I guess if you want to get if you want to try and find a reason for concern uh, let's see if I can do this uh, correctly
3: I don't know how you find a reason for concern when stocks are making new all time highs Um, what's my rule stock making new all time high if you short don't be short I don't um, like short stocks making new all time highs
2: how about? I mean, I, I mean, this is just, just you know, if you just have to find a reason here. It now. was
3: initiated by D A Davidson today with a buy rating. I'm I not, I'm not bearish
2: until it takes out rating. that trend line. That, that trend line doesn't come in until 105.
1: Okay, so D A, so D A Davidson is out on Walmart and Best Buy today.
3: Yeah, so there is your catalyst, D A Davidson coming out bullish. What's Walmart doing? It's flat. It's not moving. Walmart. Walmart's too big. I don't know what to say. What do you think of Walmart? Let's just look at the chart here. I know these are boring. People look at Hell, how do you like that stocks. channel,
2: Dennis? How do you I like kind of, that channel? I kind of
3: like the Walmart. I, I think I didn't like it a few days ago. And I'm starting to kind of like it again. I don't know.
2: Could what about my out. channel I drew in? You guys want me to draw, I'm
3: draw, draw? at it. Let me go look at then it. I, you don't pay Oh, attention. channel.
1: Nice channel. Best buy. There you go.
3: Yeah. Channelingstocks.com. <laughs> there you go. Is that okay. still out? I
1: want to get to some, some uh, stickers from the chat before Jason comes on. Uh, if we can, what, okay. No. They you, all want high-growth stuff, and they don't want to hear about value. No, no That's, you, you that's, that's you, what they're saying this morning. Hey,
4: Dennis, what happened? <laughs> no. hey, Dennis, Everybody what, hates me this morning.
2: What happened? I
3: talked value for two minutes.
2: What happened in two thousand?
3: No, they what don't want to hear I about it, Joel. Remember. The chat don't like the year two thousand. Yeah, no, I They I think that that's the, the most hoot we've had this, on you in a while. Their high-growth stock could go down. People don't want to hear that. Okay, you got hooted on.
2: I was feeling bad for you
3: hey they I hated, it it they hated me on that discussion I all know. right let's continue
1: all right trader head nyc wants your thoughts on micron how's that for i a sold player?
3: it back at 51 about a week and a half ago it was a good sale micron is a dog again underperforming this is cisco this is intel micron back in the day i don't want to own any of these legacy old uh, tech stocks now. I like Micron for a while. I was looking good. I was in it. I bought the dip back in March, one of the few stocks that I did buy the dip. I've sold it. I'm out. Gets back down in the low 40s. I might get interested again, but right now you're in the middle of nowhere, and the trend is not your friend. I don't like Micron at all. Uh
2: Micron traded down 43 cents. I see. I mean, you want to hold out for 44 here? Sure looks, that's where it's going. Uh 44 was a low you had back in I think it's going to 40 yeah it's not a pretty looking chart at all No,
3: the growth isn't there they've struggled for a long time yes the multiple is cheap but again this isn't the value oriented market you can see it just from the hate in the chat when you start talking value and and PEs and and they don't want to hear that they just want to hear what's hot i want to make my money quick so that's that's what it is so this is how it's it's a good feel for where the market is we are close in some stocks
1: to 1999
3: so we're not going to talk about that. No, not not
1: not every stock from the chat is, is a high flyer. I mean, maybe maybe they're at all time highs, but I don't like. People want about- to make money fast. So they're someone- here to make money fast money. Fast, that's why they have the show. Money. They named a show "Fast Money."
3: I yeah. like making my money slow. I've always been, you know, base hit, base hit, base hit. I made my whole life base hits. So you know, obviously, people have different styles. I'll tell you, you can make some money with base hits as well, though. You don't always have to have a home run. You swing right. for the fences like Rob Deere, You strike out two hundred times. Oh, the, in the old season.
2: Rob Deere
1: reference.
3: Ah. I like that. Okay, so let's hey. go chat. Let's go. What do you want to
1: hear? I have tickers. WDC. <laughs> I just say is the same
3: thing as Western Digital too. We hate WDC as well. We okay. hate Micron. We hate Cisco. We hate WDC. What about? I own Cisco. The only one I own. So, what, I what about service like,
1: now? N O W from N O W. Yeah, N O W. Oh no. I had... yeah. Ready to Ooh. go ready to break out again. So
3: multiples and don't matter at this point in time. That stock looks like it's ready to go through 455 in breakout mode. It's probably going to be a $500 stock. So I can get on board. I can get on board with the, you know, the, the trade, the growth trade, the growth trade is still hot. So I'm just saying, I don't stick these in my long-term portfolio and I'll put in service now on the long-term investment, not looking at it, but as a trade, as long as this stock Stays above, let's just even say the 400 area. 414 low from July 24th is a nice out. I think the stock could be a $500 stock. So I like it. Uh for not
2: investing. 440. Look at this. Bunch of highs in this area. 39.81, 39.13, 39.29, 39.57. So I drew a blue line there at 440, but I don't have the chart up. But uh, that's a breakout. That That's resistance for now though. I'd say this day don't clear 440 soon. Uh, Dennis, I would do – you want to go 10 points each way on this one for a launch?
3: No. Okay. Let's okay. go NVIDIA. The, i the, said on this show back when the over. stock was 420, I said it's going to 500. It's halfway there. I think it's going to 500. I've been playing it in and out, in and out, in and out. I was long it again overnight. I keep buying it overnight. And selling in the pre market, selling it because it just continues to work. The stock goes up no matter what the hell the market does, it seems like. Market goes down, NVIDIA is flat. Market goes up, NVIDIA explodes 10 bucks. I mean, the relative strength on this is awesome. Everybody loves NVIDIA. Yes, it's expensive, but it doesn't matter. This stock is just like AMD. I feel like AMD is going to 100. I feel like NVIDIA is going to 500.
2: Ah, uh, boy, this, uh, this was higher. This was at 4. Wow, it was four sixty-eight. It was that from yesterday's range? What was the high
3: yesterday? Joel, oh, quick, man! Four sixty-eight,
2: eighty-seven, all-time high. That's the only number there I can you give go. you. That's and the
1: Joel I know. Speed. All right, I, I I want
2: to keep double close fifty seven seventy. gonna
1: keep doing tickers until uh Raz. Where's Raz? Do they like this until he joins us. Um, I
2: have a fundamental question for Tesla for Raz. I want to do that first, right when he comes
3: on. All right, okay. all
1: right. I'll make sure he knows that. Uh, here's one that Dennis brought up this uh before the show, and also brought up by uh, Smita is SHLL. This is oh, wow. what a uh Move. This is the 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 special purpose acquisition company for Hylion and the CEO was on our show a few weeks ago. I would say this, um, I this is the only time ever that I, after doing research and, and after an interview, I went and I bought the stock. Yeah. Where, where'd you buy it? Where'd you buy it, Spence? Oh God, I don't know. It had to be around 20. Uh, I think, well, it was here. It was, actually, I can tell you the date. How about that? I don't know the price because I don't. Are
2: you going to put it in your 13F?
1: Yes. <laughs> 13 um, uh, f's come out
3: on tonight too we yeah, believe folks. so be yeah. careful yeah. after hours.
1: so I, I bought it on the i think on the 30th so it was in the 1918 nice he bought the bottom
3: the spencer we got to follow this guy man he nice. does he does he get some good buys i also bought this stock i bought it too early and, and i got it. stopped out so, so i was thinking that the low was going to hold there day after the the, the flush there 27 to 21 i was like ah they might want to hold that and then it flushed again and i sold so i lost my i think I lost a point on it obviously should have rebought it because boom it 's right back up here again. It was in consolidation station i just didn 't look at the chart here for a week and a half, but it was kind of nice to sign out twenty i don 't know what the catalyst for it was yesterday, but that 's a nice candle closing near the highs i think you 're a buyer of pullbacks here it looks pretty good yeah twenty four there one
2: sneaky high over twenty four at uh, Twenty four eighty five. So if you're looking for another target today, uh, twenty four eighty five. That would be the number. First things first, getting through the high from yesterday on that big day. Twenty
1: four oh eight. All right, Joel. You, Jason Rasnik is on the line. Uh, you have a fundamental question. I have a fundamental question about Tesla.
4: Wait,
3: Wait he's got uh, the red light going. Jason, it must be a rocket type of day. Jason, you're on mute. Hold on. Yeah. It you, must Jason. be a rocket type of day. you only brings up the red light for rocket. Maybe.
5: All right. So Razz Alert, we're here. <laughs> Razz alert. We're Razz Alert. We're here. Sorry for the annoying siren noise, but I want to make sure everyone knows the Razz Man is here, and we're ready to give stocks. We're ready to trade and make some money. Let's a go. A red light special. So what's your fundamental question? I'm here for you, buddy.
2: Okay. So – uh, last week I was writing that article and I needed some help because you, I, you know, I took some of your quotes and you said that you were waiting for a tow truck and that you had problems with your car. And I asked the Tesla if it was the Tesla, and you said yes, it was a user error. Yes. What happened?
5: I picked up my. I thought it was Tesla making a mistake. I was very mad. I had to get towed yet last week, guys. It's a true what? story. I, yes, my car, I had to get towed. It was a user error. I picked up Josh, my eight-year-old from his friend's house, and I was backing out of the driveway, and there was a little, little curb, and I didn't know this little curb was there, and it hit the back of the wheel, I guess, and the plastic thing over the wheel, like, fell off and was bang- It was like, it was hitting the wheel, and so I, I didn't know that. I didn't know it was a user error at first. Tesla should have been more stable on that. Wait, why am I saying this publicly? But anyway, <laughs> they fixed it. They fixed. Okay, it. so, so went so, to the, Tesla so the car Wouldn't run because there was something on the wheel. It would run, but it would the plastic and the rubber would would hit. And the, the some neighbor who lived next to this person's house, they wanted to once they wanted to come out and like. With duct tape or like a cord, they were going to help <laughs> me. But I'm not a car guy. Duct I, tape I, fixes everything. Yeah, the guy, or he said like, you know, ties that he puts like someone in jail or whatever. Those little ties, what are those called? Those little those zip ties. Thank you. And so, zip ties. Now, I just did get help from one of my friends here. Today is a special day. We're doing something a little different. It's a special day. I'll get to stocks. I'm sorry. I like
3: special days.
5: Uh, I'm sorry, uh, Bradley. We haven't been at stocks yet. Bless you. But this is a special day because now- we have the Benzinga shirts and there's people in this room who deserve some Benzinga shirts. So I have models here to model some of the Benzinga shirts. Oh, let's excellent. go models. Come Ooh, on let's in. go. Come on in. Are you guys in? <laughs> can you, can you nice. See Do I need to get you yeah, to lift, lift up here?
3: Oh yeah. We got to see the All shirt.
5: Right. Let me get the, hold on. Let me get the screen. So that's a good models. looking
3: family right there. I'll tell you that.
5: These are the Benzinga Detroit shirts that we want to, oh, there we go. Now I can see you guys. Okay. So if you guys want some of these shirts, You got to email me or no, email Stacy. Call a cell phone. What'd you say? Call a cell phone. (laughs) Why don't we? Yeah, Jason, I thought you were taking orders on your your cell cell phone.
3: phone. Let's keep Stacy,
5: S T A C E Y, at Benzinga.com. B E N Z I N G A. We're going to give out to the first five people that email Stacy. I'm emailing right now. S T. Oh, Dennis, you get one. You get one. Oh, I get one. I got dozens of shirts. Yeah. Dennis, you get one. It'll be
3: better than my daddy's shark shirt.
5: Yeah. So (laughs) S T A C E Y at Benzinga.com. Okay. So models, anything you want to say? All right. Any stocks you like, Josh? Remember you gave Nintendo
3: and you gave Um, Microsoft. Apple,
4: we got it. We can't use Josh,
3: give me another stock pick. Last time Josh was on the show, he gave me Microsoft at one fifty one, and it has been a monster stock. Josh, what do you have for me today? Give him what stock.
4: Um, what game are you playing? Fortnite.
3: So. TikTok. No, TikTok. No, no, it's not a... Fortnite? Oh, no, so. Yeah, but that's not, not a stock. He knows, that, he knows it's not public. He, he knows that Fortnite. Know.
4: Know. Okay.
5: it's not a public. It's not public, Josh. He'll think about it. He'll be back. Wait,
3: how okay, about, um? Josh, right. we're expecting a big stock pick from you next time yeah, you like, That Microsoft, you killed it for me, buddy. Thank you, Josh. Nike. I, I, I did really well on Microsoft. Nike. You, she said Nike. Nike? Nike. Yep. You know All what? Right. I kind of like the Nike here. It's getting ready to break out to all-time highs. That's a good pick. I'm, I'm interested. All right. It got me interested.
5: All right. We're going to do something a little different. That's why I said it's a special show. The chat room. Last week in the chat room. I, chat, I okay. No, Josh, stop. I wasn't um, reading it, so I didn't answer some questions. So people want to know if I still own stocks or okay, – t- Lithium, I own. It's positive for us. It's a winner right now. So it's not a uh, 80% winner. It's uh, about 18, uh, 14%. Eli Callaway, I sold my final shares of it yesterday. My catalyst was earnings. It didn't rocket 80%, it was up 24% for us or 26. So I got rid of it, it was, it was enough. Um, the other ones I still own are like DOO, um, Tesla I own. And I called Dennis Dick yesterday because I have a couple calls left of, Den- of Tesla. And I was gonna sell my call yesterday. Mr. Dennis, smart trader said, Jason, <laughs> hang on a day or two longer. And I'm probably going to sell one of my Tesla calls today that I bought originally for seventy three dollars a share, and today it's trading for two eighty eight a share. That's a pretty good return. It's going to go way. over
3: three hundred today. Go up forty four bucks. You're tre- going to get your three hundred.
5: If it goes over three hundred, we're going to do another red layer. Kathy, um, I don't know who Trevor Millen is, but Kathy Woods uh, Russell, I just talked to yesterday. You know, that's from Ark Invest. I just talked to her yesterday for about twenty minutes. She's a great person.
1: So, um, oh, you got a dog. Trevor Milton is the is the founder of Nikola. Jason. Oh, Look at that, the dog! Look at that dog! That dog's awesome. They just got up. Okay, guys, that's, I do this that's show. the cutest
5: I gotta, dog I gotta, ever. I to the show, guys. Enough, enough. Hi, <laughs> guys. Okay, and then um, Tast. I haven't sold a share since we sold a long time ago. I still own Yeti, Rocket RKT. You guys know I bought it heavy in the IPO, and it's still one of my biggest positions that I bought in the IPO. I am not looking for these like immediate moves. You no, got an
3: immediate move in rocket. They re- pre-reported this morning and it's trading up 8%. They so pre-reported you, you've earnings? actually got an immediate move. It's up 8% from the low here. So it's $20 and 35 cents this morning.
5: Did they report earnings today?
3: Yes. They were pre-reported. We it was wasn't not, even on the schedule. Not the Why'd schedule? they do that?
1: I don't, I don't know. know, but they did.
3: I was like, what's going on with the rocket? I was like, Spencer, they reported just a minute ago. I'm like, what you guys want me to find schedule. out right now?
1: I didn't know. They, it wasn't planned. There was a pre-report. Anyone can pre-report whenever they want, but uh, it was not on the
3: calendar. They're good numbers. So. They're
5: excited. They got hey, out there. Hey, Ticker Vault, I am not losing any Tesla gains on RKT. What are you talking about? I bought it at $18. I, is it not above $18? Is well, it below 18 Well, I mean, not, not anymore. It's I, $20, so you're morning. good to go.
1: You're making some I money. never
5: – guys, was I didn't yesterday. I, it was not below 18 yesterday.
1: Oh no no, but it was it was
5: in that
3: it was a about- it was back down near the low. We got it. to 18. All right, all right. Jason's right. right. long right. term here. He hold can on hold on. on.
5: Do, you, do you need a calculator? Here, here we go. Okay. <laughs> I bought the shares at 18. Okay. <laughs> Yesterday went down to 1850 ticker. I don't know how that's a negative. Okay. Oh,
1: okay. Okay. I, I think you're getting hung up here. Honestly. I'm getting upset. Yes. I'm yeah. getting upset.
3: <laughs> I, 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 you I, should what? have been on earlier in the chat. They, they all attacked. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, oh, Dennis. Boy.
1: Dennis.
5: I'm Dennis, okay. I'm okay. I like it. I like the hate. Dennis, you know how you got those, the hate in the pre market? I got them. I got some chatters texting me about it. Dennis is telling too much history stuff and they, <laughs> and they sent me, and they sent me screenshots.
3: A, stop it. Dennis from talking about history. We're not in a history course. We're in
5: a money making course. Dennis, here. look at the red circles on this <laughs> guy talking about, <laughs> they did too. Look at that. <laughs> I got, no, I got like three texts. I, I know they're they hating
3: me, man. They're like, shut Dennis up right now. Yeah. And so and that um, just fires me out more. When you tell me to shut up, I just keep talking.
5: <laughs> yeah, so Wilk and Romero. I'm not going to wait for Tesla next week for 2,000. I'm going to sell them one of my calls, most likely today, because pigs get slaughtered. You know that whole thing. Good call. I, I think. I, I think I, now I just two upgrades
3: go. today. Now it might be the time. The two bears thrown in the towel
5: today. Yeah. Well, well, the Jonas Morgan Stanley them. Adam Jonas thing. They went all in on the battery, so that's what's why it's up today. Last night's report. I mean, we were. I had all my Tesla analysts reading the stuff. That report from Adam Jonas, I knew Tess would be a huge winner today because what Adam did. Remember, Adam's the guy that said it could go to six dollars or ten dollars. So he's he's a guy that likes to cover CYA, which means cover your. I don't want to say it because Joel's here. All hey, right, he
3: was hedged. We talked about the hedge earlier in the show. Yeah. He's got the bear target and the bull target. It's like five hundred and twenty five hundred. Spinner was joking he could drive a Nikola truck through that hedge. I mean, he's yeah, gonna it's be crazy. right when he
5: he got two thousand dollar price range on yeah. that
3: thing. Yeah. Bull or bear. Wait.
5: Hey, elite, tra- elite train. I bought Upwork yesterday. How do you know I did that? Yeah, I bought Ooh, Upwork. Oh, you got a yesterday. new one.
4: Yeah, I like Upwork.
5: I don't think it's um, one of my big ones because Benzinga spends a decent amount of money on Upwork. We have contractors because we're looking for great people, and sometimes you can't find them right in Michigan, so we go on Upwork and we hire people. Fiverr's stock has taken off. Upwork symbols UPWK. I own it, and I'm going to build. I'm going to continue to build a position. I had it before, and then I sold it. But you know, I think more people are gonna follow along what we do to find great talent. But I wanna give a couple call option updates. I bought those Generic options or whatever, whatever it is. That is, I cannot believe it. I bought them at $2.50. They're at $37, $1,500 gain. I usually, my call options, I'm usually off on timing, so I don't spend much money on call options. But lately, they've been working. Penn National, we bought that on the show together. Um, the star. 41 calls, and I was down 32% of my, or no, I was down 60% of my Penn National call options. Literally within the last 10 days, it changed and we're up 293%. Um, Whirlpool, I know Joel was teaching me how to hedge it. And I just didn't hedge it because I was lazy. And I now I have half the position left. And that one is up 650%. I don't have any, like the only call losers I have right now are Delta, which is a big loser. I'm down 70% on that Delta call option. And then I told you guys I bought um, a put on uh, planet fitness. Um, and that one is down, um, 21%, but I'm just going to keep that. It's, it's a hedge. If the market goes down, I like having some shorts on.
3: Yeah. That's a, that's a, that's how I play it too. I usually have some longs and some shorts. Uh, Jason, I think one good lesson, you know, that people can learn from you here is you give yourself enough time when you're buying these options because people go wrong and they go two, three weeks out and I've done it before too. And they don't give themselves enough time. You're, you know, you had this pen National options. And if you only had, you know, let's say, you know, the monthly ones, you probably would not went off the board worthless, but you oh. gave yourself enough time. That, and that, obviously, that you know, the st- it's turned around and went for you now. And I learned this from my buddy, Chris Bandy, the same thing. He's like, you're buying options, go out six months to a year, give yourself some time for, you know, because you're never going to get the timing perfect. Give yourself some time to let your thesis play out. So, um, you know, that, so I want to give you some props for obviously giving yourself enough time, well, Dennis, but what are your thoughts there? You know, obviously, you know, like how far do you typically
5: go out when you're buying calls? I, I learned the hard way, Dennis. I learned the hard way. Cause back in the day I was short Washington mutual and countrywide with puts and with the, and with the regular stock shorting it. And I didn't buy enough duration. See, I think the market's going to catch along to me faster than it does. That's what I used to do. And I was, you know, and you, when you buy the, the options longer dated, they cost more. And I'm like, oh my God, I don't wanna do it. But the, the, same, the same token, if you don't, you could get screwed. There's a, 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 a call option on Tesla that I bought a year ago that expired one month before the, the big skyrocket, which I spent $800 on it. If I would've had the call options, I, I, the, no, I spent 2,000 on that. If I would've had the call option of one month longer, that 2,000 would be 20,000, instead it was a zero. So I take the notion of when I buy call options, six months to a year almost every time that pen i would have it was an it's in october i bought it probably in february maybe that it was maybe january but um the um, if i would have bought it shorter i would have lost you know but how about yeti guys i've been preaching the i've been a, i've been the yeti preacher i mean i'm the yeti preacher you can call me yeti preacher <laughs> i bought that at 40 dollars, 38 dollars. i bought call options i bought a bunch of call options it's now at 50 bucks it finally took off And it took some time. If I would have bought the options like I used to when I was in my younger years, now I'm an old man with gray hair, I would have lost on it. My generic options, I mean, that's my best trade in my entire life. Um, I mean, up 1,500%. I bought them for August. I bought them right in the beginning of COVID because people don't want to go out and their power's out. Where are they going to go? At a hotel and get Corona? So these are just like, these trades seem to me obvious but um, it takes time for the market to catch on right. sometimes. And then the VSTO, you know, the uprising in the United States, which is the outdoor play, that's 100% gain over that not buy the options there. And I don't, I'm not suggesting I see in the room asking me, I'm not suggesting just buy call options. The reason I do it sometimes is to get in more positions and get a little bit in. And if you hit it at the right time, like we did on the Generac, which is it's not going to happen every time, trust me. I mean, I've had a bunch of call options expire worthless in my life. But um, so, like, I own GAN. You guys know I love GAN. I don't own any call options on it. I bought the regular stock at. Um, let's look at the price. Um, I bought it at whatever sixteen eighty, and it's up thirty five percent. We're at we're at up we're at twenty two dollars. It does one third of the online sports betting market. It powers one third of this online sports betting market. And I guess they're in a quiet period or else Mitch a resultant or bring in the CEO of a um, Gannon, but um, I don't always buy call options. I do it sometimes as a way to get in more positions. Whirlpool stock was 130 bucks. I'm like, Hey, it's easier just to buy the options. And if I get lucky, and if I, my downside's this, you know, again, whenever I make a trade guys, I look at probabilities and no, I'm not an express file anymore because my catalyst was there it's like my eli my eli catalyst was there and it was over so I, i get out now it doesn't mean i get out of every position dennis and i had to talk about it yesterday like i own wendy's i bought i bought it at um during corona Uh, my friend used to work like on the whatever used to do something in corporate there um or he worked for Tryon, and he said buy wendy's and this the stock was down so much and then literally the stock and so i bought it and i'm just going to keep it because it has a dividend i'm really trying to build up that dividend portfolio and not just these high flyers.
1: That's, that's good, that's, that's good for the long-term.
5: That's good for the long-term, no doubt. Good, but but yeah. it, Spencer, it takes a long time, uh, Dennis. I don't know if you, did, but I look at my dividends, I don't have that many dividends coming in. And I'm just trying to think like, when, yeah, I, when, I, want, when I want to go sell, when is that $22? I mean, is there really a reason for Wendy's to go to 30? No, like if I had to bet, as much as I, I would bet against that in a big way, but I'd rather get the dividend even if it's 4%, I want some dividends. Um, you know, uh, Dennis said something earlier about people want to get rich quick and they don't want to, you know, Jeff Bezos said, um, you know, get, you know, it's like a, it's a process, a long-term process to get rich. And, you know, when rocket companies went public, Dan Gilbert said it's been a 35 year process. Um, and that's the way I want to look at it because if you just want that, that get rich quick thing, you know, a stock I gave you guys a long time ago is HubSpot but I got tired of it. Like I just got tired of it. And when I got tired of it, cause I wanted it to move faster, you know, um, three weeks later, it skyrockets 40%. So it's a, it's a bad thing when you get in the notion of when you get tired of stocks, just because they're not moving, you want to sell it, but it's probably not the right move. It has the support. It's staying stable. You just got to stop looking at it. And I think that's a bad thing to get into
1: And I get it that we get into those habits because the market moves so much. So you just got to be careful on that. All right, Jason Rasnick is the founder and CEO of Benzinga. If you want a, a Benzinga shirt, you can email uh, Stacy at Benzinga.com, S-T-A-C-E-Y. Or uh, they should be in our Shopify store, correct, Jason? Well, the- yes, they should be in our okay. store.
5: It's like uh, Benzinga shop. I don't know, Neil.
1: Well, I was, was going to say that the link to the, to the store is in the description of our YouTube video. Okay. So if you oh, go to the awesome. description, the then, link to the Shopify store is in there.
5: And I ask two things of you guys before I go. One thing is to help the channel out, subscribe to the channel. I know you like it, but they now told me to say subscribe to the channel. It's like this, this new wave thing. We need subscribers, okay? I don't understand it all, but I'm paid to say this, okay? So subscribe to the channel. Second thing is, if you guys use a brokerage or Webull or anyone, please tell them you love Benzinga News, or if they don't have Benzinga News, say you want more of it and send me a screenshot. And if, even if you're not in the first five and you send me a screenshot of you writing like, get get us Benzinga News, they break stories or whatever, and you send me a screenshot to jason at benzinga.com, I will absolutely send you a shirt. These are soft Benzinga Detroit shirts. They're a limited collection. These will be worth millions of dollars one day, hopefully. Um, and, you know, so th- we appreciate it and thank you. Have a great trading day. And if you ever want to ask me more questions, you can meet, see me in the Benzinga Pro chat room. Um, cause I am making trades throughout the week. Like I told you, I bought Upwork. It's up $2 since I bought it, not the stock, my, my, part, my position. So, um, it's going to take some time on that one. I think we're, it's a six month trade for me. I'm not going to sell Upwork for six months. So, yeah.
1: And Jason mentioned he's in the Benzinger Pro chat. There's also a link in the description of YouTube, uh, of our video to Benzinger Pro. You can get a free trial, uh, and a subsequent discount. Should you, uh, subscribe after that? So Benzinger Pro and Shopify in the description of our YouTube video. Jason, thanks a lot today. The red alert upwork, is gone. Yeah, just
2: real quick upwork is looks like it's busting out here over I like 15 it. I like yeah, it, sure. yeah that looks like it's a little bit of a breakout there
1: yeah and uh, who was it in the chat uh, wilkin was was in the chat asking us to ask to talk about upwork so uh, props props on that trade wilkin um, i
3: i had it from 9 to 14 yeah and again I came in a consolidation station started to break down and i sold it obviously it was a mistake cuz it started to continue to go higher here kind of want it back I maybe should just pay up and you know, I miss a buck of the minute. That's move, a little breakout there. I see. Yeah, 15, I don't mind this chart 7. at all, this upwork chart. And this is a storied stock too that can get carried as well. I mean valuations again on some of these are are, are, are tough to wrap your head around, but again, doesn't matter. Short run valuation doesn't matter. You can buy anything. The trend's going up and it's looking, you know, favorable like it's gonna break out, who cares? You know, jump on for a trade. I like the upwork
1: uh can we just real fast do silver we were asked about silver about a half sure. hour ago in the chat Man. uh and and all the rest of you uh, i'm seeing all your questions and i'm writing them all down and we'll get to them at the at the 340 show i promise but uh, uh, for, uh let's just do silver right now it's
3: tough joel yeah this... silver sure it's tough I, like you, you feel like it topped out and this is the snapback rally that's to be sold but you know the trend's still there so you could yeah. argue that you know that was just a you know a shakeout and maybe it resumes I, I don't know. What do you what do you think?
2: Uh well I think right now the you got a really good level because yesterday's high was twenty seven eighty five and then today's high is twenty seven eighty eight and it really backed off there. So that's the key to more upside in this one. Uh get clearing twenty seven eighty five there, getting in a twenty seven ninety handle. Silver took back more than half of the move. I'm not going – actually, 27 is that area. So, that's what I would – got to 30, then down to 24. So, I'd make sure it stays over 27 on a closing basis. And then, unless you can bust into that 28 handle, I could see this leaking a little bit more. I don't think – maybe gold did do the 50%. No, gold hasn't, but that, that low that that made under 1,900, you, you would have had to been up at night but, uh, to catch that one. Same thing with gold pair highs. Let's just call them uh, yesterday's high, seventy four eighty today, 1970. Uh, so I guess a little more short term, I, I kind of favor the gold here because it hasn't quite done that 50%.
1: All right. If, if you want items. more Benzinga in your life, I mentioned this before the the links to Benzinga Pro and our Shopify store are in the description of this YouTube video. If you want more pre market prep in your life, hit that subscribe button, hit that like button. You can always email us as well premarket at benzinga dot com and give us feedback, good, better, otherwise, we appreciate that. You can catch our podcast it's available on every major podcast platform, Spotify iTunes etc. etc. Or just catch the replay of the video on YouTube. Thanks to our guest Jason Rasick. Thanks to all of you in all of our chats. Please remember that all the information from our broadcast are meant to be used as informational purposes and not for investing or trading advice. Joel and I will be back at three forty PM Eastern Time, same place, youtube.com slash Benzinga TV. Until then, everyone, have a good day.